0: There is only one way this war ends. Last man standing. Is it over yet, Mary? Make it end.
1: Nearly <laughs> two days. Is it? Is it two days? Something like that. And then we can uh, we can get rid of this crappy old year and see a <laughs> <any> new one. <laughs> well,
0: if you haven't already guessed, then this is our end of year 2020 in review on the CineChat podcast welcome um (laughs) it's a funny one we've just been talking haven't we about um Mm -hmm. i mean i've not found it too difficult but i think yourself and probably a lot of other people have found it difficult putting together a list of what is the best of this year because um yeah it's been interesting sparse in areas yeah busy in others but ultimately not a lot to choose from.
1: No, it's not that there haven't been films coming out. Um, they've just maybe not been in my wheelhouse. Mm. That's probably the issue for me. So I don't have 10. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> yeah. the normal top 10. Um, I've, I've got about seven. <laughs> so, well, It's better than nothing. We're going to try and go along with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in this episode, we're going to reveal our top 10 or 7 films <laughs> of 2020 and we're also going to uh, do a few shout outs for films that we've watched not from mm-hmm. this year but that we might have seen for the first time or that we've re-watched yeah um, and then we're just gonna have a look at what 2021 looks like um, where's the industry going do we think mm-hmm. if anywhere a um, little update on the awards season which is a little bit delayed and then what's coming up on the podcast because we've had a mm. bit of a planning
1: session we have
0: very exciting stuff Okay, well, I mean, I've got a list of 10. <laughs> Shall I? I can run through yeah, so mine. so start
1: with your, your normal list of 10. I'll
0: try and do it as quickly as I can. <laughs> <laughs> but you might find some recommendations in here because mm. there's some films I think that um, the title doesn't tell you much about what it is and the yeah. trailers I don't think have been that great either. So, yeah, let's have a look. So my number 10 of this year is I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is mm. uh, by Charlie Kaufman who wrote and directed. Uh, and if you know his films, you'll know that they're real head-scratchers, uh, really creative and clever. Um, I think it's maybe the most unique film I've watched this year because it's, mm. it's funny and it's confusing and it's sad, it's scary and it's annoying. doesn't seem to follow any sort of rules or laws, but um, everything, and I mean every detail, is part of another layer big subtext that goes on through the whole film which answers the question like what is it about and it's definitely one that you need to watch twice because things just don't make sense Mm -hmm. the first time around it's designed that way uh yeah it's got Jessie buckley who um i initially wasn't sure about but she's actually very good in this um and people like tony collette and david huless play the parents of her boyfriend very good um Mm -hmm. okay uh number nine is the devil all the time Uh, which came out on Netflix, I believe. Um, I wasn't expecting the film to cover as much ground as it actually did. Yeah. In fact, I ended up comparing it to uh, like a Tarantino film and a Scorsese film, like both mixed together, which is quite high praise, I think. It is. It's like a saga of one family over a decade or two. And the, there's lots of crisscrossing plot threads of the people who live and work around the area, and there's loads mm-hmm. of corruption, and there's a priest who's corrupt, and there's a policeman who's corrupt, and there's um, the serial killers. It's all sort of post World War Two America.
1: So lots of negativity then.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and it, and it's pretty brutal to be honest. I think mm-hmm. it's an eighteen. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's got a great cast. It's got Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson, Bill Skarsgård, people like that. And one thing I really liked is that the author of the novel is the narrator in the film. Hmm. That must be a really faithful adaptation of the book. Yeah. I I do recommend that one. I think it's very good. Number eight, getting there. Tenet.
1: Hmm.
0: Honestly, what an incredible like spectacle. I mean, to put to screen those kind of things that I can barely even comprehend, let alone conceive. It is a mad achievement. It's really quite special. Um, it's about time and time going forwards and time going backwards and sometimes times going forwards whilst other things are going backwards and people and things are interacting at different you know different directions of time it's i don't know how they did it you know fight scenes and things like that um yeah you've got planes crashing explosions everything's done practical effects but again you've got to watch it twice because some stuff that you learn at the very end maybe even in the last frame of the film Uh, help make sense of the things you first see at the beginning so um it did have some problems you know there's the sound mixing you know yeah it's not (laughs) had
1: the best uh reviews especially Mm. for nolan film it's it's had some uh some not so good ones
0: yeah but the thing is though he he even tells us through the dialogue don't try and understand it um your Mm -hmm. brain's gonna hurt he basically says to you it's meant to be this way i've made it this way take it for what it is and I think something admirable about that he's not um...
1: changed it for the audience. Yeah, yeah he's done it his much. way and stuck to it.
0: Yeah, sort of stuck to his guns. It seems like it's an idea he's had since he was making Memento. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure he knew what he wanted to make, and I'm sure he went out and made it. So who who are we to say that you know there wasn't an emotional core? Maybe he didn't want one. <laughs> so yeah, um, from a spectacle point of view, it's it's up there. Um, number seven, uh, a film that I did not expect to put on any list. Not least because it's directed by Spike Lee, who I have a really hard time liking, and I thought the trailer for this was just not good um was Diff Five bloods mm-hmm. um, I actually really really enjoyed it. It's a treasure hunt film, it's a Vietnam war film, it's a film about friendship and family um but it also goes in lots of surprising directions mm-hmm. a bit of a black lives Matter film as well you know made before the big explosion of it all, yeah um, in about March April. Uh, yeah it's quite far-fetched in places and you know some plot points are a bit convenient but the film finds a way of balancing it out with things that are completely surprising and things get sour Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so yeah long way to go number six (laughs) um now this is the one i always argue um it was in the cinema for more days in 2020 than it was in 2019 (laughs) so my number six is little women um I, i don't think if you can't get to the cinema in the first five days i'm sure it's okay it was still in the cinema (laughs) i saw it in january it's in my list for 2020 um shocking trailer again and if you haven't seen the film before or you know or a different adaptation or read the book the trailer showed off none of the depth that the film actually has Mm. uh, made it look really flowery and vomit inducing and so yeah it was just another really nice surprise um I remember most sort of being invested in the characters and the family and the relationships. Mm-hmm. And I know they did a lot of rehearsing beforehand. So those relationships were authentic on screen. I like that. Yeah. And it's a bit of a who's who of casting. You know, Sir Ronan and Florence Pugh are amazing. Emma Watson's okay. Um, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep, Timothy Chalamet. And I like how they kind of modernized it slightly. I could tell with the time jumps and the mm-hmm. some of the decisions, you know, it was quite good. Okay, top five. Five. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, watched it really recently, having no idea what it was about whatsoever. But I love films that are about art and about artists and about mm-hmm. the process of creating art. I, it's a new thing of mine because um, I really like films like Never Look Away from a couple of years ago. Yeah. I like the film Pollock. Uh, I like um, things like Mr. Turner, and you know, mm-hmm. it's the perfect subject matter for cinema because it's a medium about the art of looking and studying, and and you see it in. Every detail in this film, it's its as if you're looking through the eyes of a painter and all the details are, are really delicate and the textures and the colours and the light and the shades are all really cool. And actually watching the painting being done, mm-hmm. fabulous. And the concept's really cool. Um, this painter's gone to paint a woman ahead of her arranged marriage, but she refuses to sit for the artist, so she goes there pretending to be someone else and has mm-hmm. to memorise what she looks like to paint her. It's really cool uh yeah took me by surprise number four is the lighthouse watched it so long ago that i don't remember (laughs) all of the specifics but
1: just that it's absolutely mad
0: (laughs) it is bonkers yeah and the atmosphere that's created is just so strong Mm -hmm. it was hard for me not to put it high on the list yeah yeah weird hypnotic frightening intriguing Uh, Willem Dafoe's terrifying Uh, Robert Pattinson does a really good job in fact this is the third time already he's come on the list Uh, uh, yeah just watching things spiral out of control and they get hungry and they get uh, claustrophobic and they start having delusions and and they start hating each other and it's just really interesting study of watching people Mm -hmm. uh, two people stuck together in a lighthouse and the style like an old horror film old school horror film style i should say uh, yeah. by robert eggers who did the witch uh, it's just really good and the sound design's cool number 3 again don't really remember much about it but uh, the conditions that i watched this in just made it this amazing film for me and it was waves which mm-hmm. came out early in the year for us it's quite broad and profound in its themes um yeah. but it's not preachy so in the same way i quite like cloud atlas and um, probably more similar to this film moonlight things like that i really like the humanity of it all mm-hmm. but what's interesting here is that the film completely flips halfway through yeah uh, something happens in the story that I, I remember i didn't even tell you nearly mm-hmm. 12 months ago what happens but yeah. it shifts completely like you change main character you change perspective and i think it changes style actually as well um yeah just really 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 good number mm-hmm. two uh, is 1917 uh I, I, there's nothing you can't. Uh, it, you, everyone yeah. knows what 1917 is yeah. like. It's a it's a proper journey. It's a vast obstacle course. It's historically really important. I think really accurate. Um, yeah, I just found myself holding my breath, um, especially as it gets towards the finale and Thomas Newman's score, which I thought maybe ought to have won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, the one take uh, style, of cinematography that's just magic. I just yeah, just fabulous. <laughs> and then yep yeah, my number one film of 2020 is parasite no surprise there it is. i just don't think anyone saw it coming I, d- I really don't think they did and for it to be a foreign language film and have the success that it did you know taking mm-hmm. best picture best director uh what else did it have best editing original screenplay production what design it have? <laughs> i know it, it, i just thought it was perfectly made film like there was nothing mm-hmm. i could floor about it at all i came out and i was like there is nothing that was wrong. And, it, yeah, it's just a, it's a great milestone for cinema with this whole, you know, get over that one-inch barrier of subtitles. I think that was a really yeah. good message that came after the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and people still talk about it. And, you know, you know I think well, it's, it's funny, really, because it's a lot of people's best film of the decade for last decade because it came out in 2019 for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But I think it will be a lot of people's top for this decade, which we've only just started.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm
0: So, you know, long story short.
1: (laughs) Not a bad 10, really. Top 10. It's a really good 10, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Highly recommend all of them. Okay. Sorry for yapping on, but it's out now. I've done it. (laughs) I'll shut up for a bit.
1: Mine is a little bit more higgledy-piggledy. And I had another two to add, so it might be nine now. Top nine. However, I'm only rating the top, let's say, four. The others just kind of come in afterwards mm. just thought they were all good or okay yeah. fine you know so I, I couldn't necessarily rate them mm. I'm, I'm just going to throw them all out there Go <laughs> the, for it, and then I'll start ranking at the end so I will start with onward um I still mm. only watched it in the summer I didn't catch it when it came out and I, I thought it was good I thought the concept was great um very different great for kids um, with a, a lovely message, but it was just lacking something for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I'm finally growing up um, <laughs> and it just doesn't quite hit the mark like mm. it used to. It's like the story of a, a boy kind of living with the loss of his father. His father died when he was um, a baby and he never met him, basically. Um, and they're, what are the elves? Are the elves? They're sort elves, all those, aren't they? It's like something a fantasy. like that, yeah. So, like they like It's sort of like a fantasy version of america
0: yeah basically
1: um which is very clever that's that's kind of the most amusing part of it you know if you've got dragons and centaurs and fairies and you know all sorts of creatures but they're living in a way like a normal you know american city so i mean i would definitely recommend it um Mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't quite hitting the mark for me And I'll stick in there with that one as well. It's Soul, which I've just watched um, on Boxing Day. Um, Again, great concept. So interesting. Um, And it didn't exactly go where I expected it to go, Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice. I always like not having a predictable film because, I mean, we've seen hundreds of films. We know how most are going to go.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So I always find it a pleasant surprise when it's not predictable and it goes in a different direction. And and this does have that. It didn't go where I thought it was gonna go from what the trailer shows you. Yeah. Um, but again, I just kind of when it finished, I just thought, well, yes, it's a lovely philosophical idea and the message is great, Mm -hmm. but it just kind of left me a little bit empty it didn't feel very full in terms of a plot for me but right, i mean it was okay. an hour and 40 minutes hour 45 minutes and and i just felt like, oh but well, when you actually break it down yeah there wasn't really didn't seem to be that much going on uh, then another two i've watched um this month that have come out um, i've watched the christmas chronicles 2 which i thought was lovely in mm. fact i actually preferred it to the first one i think mm. uh, i love the double act of um kurt russell and goldie horn uh, yeah. they were just fabulous together um and it was just sweet and innocent fun uh so that one was great i really enjoyed that one and the same uh for godmothered which is um disney plus's new film came out at the beginning Mm. of december with uh jillian bell and isla fisher Uh, and i haven't seen her in anything for years isla fisher (laughs) um and she's in this one But, yeah, it was just nice. It was good fun. Julian Bell's brilliant. She is actually, I think, if I had to pick someone that has kind of stood out to me this year, because I actually watch another one and it'll be discussed later. Um, Oh, okay. I I think she'd probably be my, like, kind of discovery of the year. Yeah. I I just, I really, I really like her. I thought she was brilliant. And I will look out for other films she makes because I think she's really funny. Yeah. And she's just got something a little bit different Mm -hmm. that I like. So so that was that one. Uh, And then I watched The Other Day, which is... um, I can't quite rate it because (laughs) because it's the Rebecca remake and Uh, it's not (laughs) as good as the original. So that kind of taints it a little bit. Um, As a standalone film, it's not bad. It, it's not as gothic in places as I thought it should be, mm. um, but it is stunning. The beginning when they're you know abroad, um, and then you come back and you've got this massive house, and it's you know you've got all of the the looks the visual looks. It's it's great, and and as far as the characters and the plot go, it's it's not bad. A few little changes, um, mm-hmm. but they they do work for what it is. But you just cannot watch it without thinking about the original. Yeah, oh, I can And it, that was the 1940 best picture, and it was yeah. for a reason. Um, and it's again, it just leaves you a little bit empty when you think about what it could have been. Um, yeah. I was very disappointed with uh, Mrs Danvers' character. I just thought there was so much oh, no. that could have been done with it. That was the bit I thought was going to be done the best. Yeah, me too. And I really I didn't it think been... it was. Um, ah. It humanised her a little bit more than the original version, which was much more out there and um, stood out. But that's what I wanted. I wanted Mm. it to stand out. I wanted it to be like that, and it wasn't. Um, So I would recommend people watch it because it's as far as a plot goes, it is an interesting plot. Um, But I definitely recommend watching the original as well to see Mm. what, what it should be like. Yeah, definitely worth it. Right. So that takes us into the top four. So the number four spot goes to bombshell mm-hmm um purely because I just think in like in terms of acting it had a great cast all of them were on top form um yeah. and obviously the message that it's giving you know about these things are actually happening to women in the workplace you know um mm-hmm. and it obviously it went through the story of Fox News and that, but it's happening everywhere and and it's not acceptable and mm-hmm. I felt angry coming out of that film it really made me react I remember Um, feeling the same Yeah, number three very close to you, 1917 um, for what it is and what it's trying to achieve it's perfectly made Um, and the effort they've gone into to craft it Mm. and to put that together um, you you can't fault it for that you really can't Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a hard watch it is a hard watch yeah
0: so I saw it twice. <laughs> mm, it's
1: kind of you go through the long haul. It feels a lot longer than it is, uh, yeah. but not in a bad way. In the fact yeah, that you, 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 you feel you're like trying you've been to on get the through. Yeah, you're trying to get through this with him. You're trying to reach yeah. the end. Um, and it, yeah, it, it, it really did work. Um, uh, number two for me, um, was Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I just thought the premise was completely out there, very yeah. different. But it still, it just gave a, a different window to looking at the war, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which was very clever. It was it was very clever. And the arc of the child from beginning to end, um, it really worked. Now, I know some people, it didn't work for them because that toe in the line between drama and, and comedy, mm-hmm. it's very difficult. And I know it didn't work for some people, um, but it, it it got there for me. You know, I felt the emotion when I was supposed to feel it and I got the comedy when that was supposed to happen. Mm. Um, So, yes, I I, I did enjoy that one and I'd recommend it. But number one for me and probably by a high, high mark (laughs) is um, Enola Holmes. Big, big surprise for me. Um, I just thought it would be this little movie. Have a bit of a laugh. Um, mm. But it was so much fun. I haven't had so much fun watching a film <laughs> in ages. It was so much fun. Um, I watched it with my husband, and we just laughed and we loved it. They broke the fourth wall, and it was mm. it felt. It's a period film, obviously, being about Sherlock Holmes' sister, um, but it felt so modern as well, and I loved that. Um, mm. So I would absolutely recommend that if you haven't seen it go and watch it because it was really good. And it wasn't, as again, it wasn't predictable. It didn't toe the line of what you would expect that movie of that type to follow. Mm. It kind of broke off and went another way. And I really liked that it really did work for me it just
0: helps being original doesn't it i know i guess i guess it's Mm. harder to do but god it works when it works
1: it's a funny one because in in one sense it's not original at all because it's um based on characters that already exist and you know and on this kind of format that we know you know the sherlock mystery and uh, you know trying to solve things and it's and a caper it's kind of a mad adventure Mm. caper type film and and you think you know what they are so in that way it's not really original but the way it actually puts itself across um very clever yeah really really clever uh and millie bobby brown was brilliant she she really i mean she perfectly cast absolutely perfectly Mm -hmm. cast and uh, I've said in my review well we've put up an end of year review on the website and I've mentioned it on there I would line up in a heartbeat to watch Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin as Sherlock and Mm -hmm. Mycroft again because oh they're
0: not a bad combo
1: (laughs) oh no they were very good Uh, I would I would absolutely watch them in a movie absolutely you never know so hopefully it's based one. on a book series. So hopefully, well, yeah. I think with its success, hopefully it will carry on. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's my list. It's a little bit here, there, and everywhere. Um, it's not. It's not
0: as bad as you thought. I don't think. No, it's quite I a mean, good there's some
1: good films on there. I just was expecting better. I think that's the thing. Yeah. Um. So many of them were very meh. You know yeah. it was if I had to put it as a, the year in a rating, I'd say it's a very three-star year. Not okay. it's not not a recommendation, but it's just very average. Yeah. You know, so that that's what I would say.
0: So you you've done a lot of uh rewatching this year. Yes
1: I have. It's been the year of the rewatch for me. The year of
0: the rewatch year of the first time watch for me.
1: <laughs> but I didn't do a lot of first time watching this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's only a few, um but the ones that stood out absolutely were um Turner and Hooch. I made full use mm-hmm. of my Disney plus subscription this year <laughs> yeah. um, and I watched that on there and you know it was actually it was really good fun. Tom Hanks was just brilliant. You can just see why he became what he what he's become yeah, so that was good fun um Rocket Man, which I watched right at the beginning of the year um when we could visit our family um i watched that with my mum and my sister and we had such a ball with that yeah. one. it's
0: like mamma mia but slightly more serious yeah and, <laughs> and then it? it's
1: got that bohemian rhapsody kind of feeling as well yeah just kind of
0: biopic yeah fun and musical, musical
1: fun yeah, yeah. so i really uh, yeah very entertaining i came out of that and i was also really impressed with taron and he just oh, yeah. fit the mold so well and then my big surprise was um Britney Runs a Marathon, which I kind of mm. put on as a whim, and that's the other Gillian Bell one that I watched. Um yeah. I, I would absolutely recommend this. It's only a little kind of a little indie film, uh, but oh it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It was really funny and she plays this a very modern type of character because she's very she's just down on life, you know, she doesn't right. look after herself. Um, she eats rubbish. She's, she's kind of got no lease for life, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and she's told by a doctor, you know, if you don't change your your ways, you're going to be in serious health trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's about her kind of changing her lifestyle. And um, But she's not a very nice person. This is the thing. She's, she's not nice to people. Yeah. And she doesn't get close to people. And, it, and that's unusual. It's an mm-hmm. unusual type of... Because you don't usually follow the protagonist who's actually... Really not that nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. I haven't seen it, but it, it makes me think of um, like a mixture of train wreck and run, fat boy, run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. they together.
1: Um, I would definitely recommend giving it a watch, see what you mm. think. Yeah, Because um, no, well. I, I just, when it finished, I just, uh, I, I didn't feel like really, really good, like it was this uplifting, soaring thing. But I did feel like, yeah, you know, I'm really glad I watched that. It made you think. Mm. And, I, and I did. I really enjoyed it. So they were my three best first watches of the year yeah and then it, i'm kind of cheating with my rewatches you've experiences rather than just single rewatches um so i'll start with the singles because there's only two and that was inception and castaway and they both stood out for the same reason is that i hadn't seen either of them for years um mm. and i would just forgotten how good they were frankly mm. um yeah. They really, really are amazingly made films. Inception's huge. The concept is massive and confusing and there's so many layers. And then on the other side, you've got Castaway, which is just tom hanks there's nobody else in it for the majority of the film and he has Mm. to carry this movie and they're both phenomenal pieces of filmmaking in very different ways um and i really enjoyed watching both they are good and then my other ones are more experiences so this year obviously has been extremely difficult for most people Uh, and i think we've all had a bit of a wobble at times and I think you reach for comforts, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. nostalgic, something that's going to make you feel good. For me, that's favourite films. You know, so I've I've reached out for those ones that I know are going to make me feel good. So the first one, it was it was in March actually. It wasn't long after the lockdown started, and I was feeling a little bit anxious. So I thought, what's a good remedy for that? Doris Day. I'm going with a bit yeah, of Doris are, Day. Absolutely. So I watched a double bill of Calamity Jane and Move Over Darling. And, oh, my God, it did the trick. It was like a medicine. It was Mm. so much fun. Calamity Jane is brilliant. It really is her at her absolute musical best. She's brilliant in that. And then move over, darling. Which is, um, I don't know if she's in the navy, or she gets found on an island by the navy anyway, <laughs> and she's been missing and presumed Either dead or. for five years. <laughs> and um, her husband's—he's uh, literally the day she comes back mm. uh, has has been remarried. Oh no! Um, and it's obviously it's all that kind of comedy of what they're going to do about it. Tell the new wife that his old wife's back, and you know all yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, and James Garner is brilliant in it as well. Really, really good laugh. I would definitely recommend that one. It's uh, it's really really good. So that really did the trick. Uh, and then another day, um, I did a. I'm calling it my Disney live action day. Yeah. Uh, and I watched the original Parent Trap, uh, the remake of the Parent Trap. And the Princess Diaries, all on Disney Plus. So I've, I've you know, got my money's worth uh, mm-hmm. with that one. <laughs> uh, and oh god, it was so much fun. It really, really was. I haven't seen the original Parent Trap for um, a long time, and it's it isn't my favourite. I prefer the remake because I grew up with the remake. That was my version. But it is, it's brilliant. Maureen O'Hara is just, oh, she's so feisty. She's probably one of the better actresses of that era to watch. She just, she holds her own in everything she's in. Mm. So that was well worth the watch. Um, and Hayley Mills, obviously, is just a darling. Um, um, shes just, I know you're not a <laughs> big fan. I, just, um, nah. I love Hayley Mills. Um, so it worked for me. Uh, And then I decided when that had finished, I thought, well, do you know what? I'm just going to go straight and watch the second one because, I mean, why not? So I watched (laughs) the remake and I haven't seen that one for years. It's probably been at least 10 years since I watched it. But I watched it so many times as a kid. um, Mm. I just know every line. And it was so much fun to to kind of watch something so familiar. Um, That was great fun. It became its own film. It wasn't yeah. a complete remake of the original. It's, it's it is very different, mm-hmm. um, but keeping all of the the main beats, so so well done. Uh, really enjoyed that. And then the Princess Diary is just that is one of my absolute favorites. I, I grew up with that <laughs> it one. <is> I, good. <laughs> I remember going to the cinema to see that when I was about nine. Right. You know, and, yeah. and I remember coming out and just it was one of those experiences when you came out and then. You, you saw daylight again, <laughs> and you'd been in this other <laughs> world for a couple of hours. And That's I, a spiritual awakening for you. <laughs> yeah, I was just—I was on cloud nine. I absolutely loved the movie, and I mm-hmm. have ever since. Uh, always watch it, and then I had another day. Um, oh God. <laughs> where I decided I was going to do musicals, and yeah. I rewatched after a very, very, very long time. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and mm-hmm. Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, and yeah. I had a ball. I had an Mm -hmm. absolute ball, I sang along to every word um, (laughs) and I just had an absolute whale of fun. Absolutely. A whale of fun. It was was just brilliant. It was so, so much fun. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It feels like a Disney movie, like a Disney musical, but it's also got this much darker undertone that, Disney didn't really go for mm. and it's fantastic and then Bedknobs and Broomsticks oh, I know you are not an Angela Lansbury fan <laughs> oh don't she mind is, her in this she is oh, perfect it's, this. it's murder
0: she wrote that's, that's awful <laughs> yeah i a
1: big problem with I know uh, but this is her to absolute perfection yeah
0: this is her best and role, to, you know
1: it. the the effects really hold up I thought mm. it really does hold up so I kind of bundled all these little experiences together um, mm-hmm. and made a day out of it. And yeah, absolutely had a ball every time. And that's been my year, really. It's very yeah. much reflects my year. I've just reached out for things of comfort, mm-hmm. nostalgia, something I know that is going to make me feel good. and And I've done that pretty much the entire year, really. Yeah.
0: I haven't. No, you haven't. (laughs) I've watched a couple. I've watched a few that I'd seen before. You've
1: watched watched quite a lot of new films this year.
0: Yeah. Well, I was quite lucky and not lucky, I suppose, in a roundabout way that the uh, topics that we covered on the podcast Mm -hmm. were things that I loved, but I had big gaps in. So for me, it was a year of being able to finally get around to seeing some things that have been on lists forever, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of trying to always catch up with whatever year you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just a few shout outs for me. Um I really enjoyed Train to Busan, which I know you recommended mm-hmm. to me. It's just a great zombie film, really.
1: Oh, it's really well put together, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I, I love films that are in confined spaces and yeah. things that are on train, so I like that. Um again, Korean film. That, mm-hmm. I think there's a there's something happening at the moment. Yeah, um, definitely. There's more to come, Minari next year's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um I loved Enemy, which was one of uh Denny Villeneuve's Sort of smaller films around the time mm-hmm. of Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, really cool concept. You know, A man finds a doppelganger of himself as an extra in a film that he watches mm-hmm. and he gets a bit obsessed with tracking down this person and then when he does find him, um, their personalities clash and it gets very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved About a Boy. I thought that was one of Hugh Grant's most suited roles ever.
1: I need to rewatch that. I didn't enjoy it when I watched it. I didn't mm. enjoy it very much. I think maybe my expectations were too high. But this was yeah. years ago, so I, I should really rewatch that one. Actually,
0: I think if you watch it and align yourself with Hugh Grant's character and mm-hmm. try not to focus too much on Tony Collette and Nicholas Holt, yeah, um it's much more enjoyable watching it through his eyes than through the boy's eyes. I, I, yeah, I think that's natural that I went towards the cynic and the yeah. <laughs> and the sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, v for Vendetta had been on list for forever um mm-hmm. i oh, it's just so weird i watched it on bonfire night amidst the global <laughs> pandemic when everyone was wearing masks and the u.s election was coming to a head it was just perfect it couldn't have been any then. more perfect <laughs> so that was good inside lewin davis was good uh it's coen brothers Oscarized, at kerry mulligan you can imagine it's great um mm-hmm. it's a great musical actually that's something i didn't anticipate the songs really good
1: mm-hmm.
0: um a real a real comedy drama you know those films that get it just right Really yeah. works. solid film uh, the 39 Steps, the earliest film I watched this year. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said on the podcast, just, it doesn't feel old. No. It's not limited by the 1930s technology or anything. It's a great spectacle, big scale, great mystery. Performances are very funny. Scripts, very funny. mm mm-hmm. uh, And then the other one's kind of obvious. Carrie. I was really mm-hmm. surprised with how original Carrie was. But then again, yeah. it's Stephen King, so I probably should have anticipated that. <laughs> I like how they inverted the whole horror genre a little bit. Mm-hmm um then corpus christi which was from last year um just completely just took me i don't know what i was expecting uh but the plot the idea that this guy is released from jail basically steals a priest's um uniform uniform outfit Don't Mm -hmm. um turns up at this town and claims that he's the vicar (laughs) or a vicar but he's got a lot of demons that are gonna catch up with him i just thought it was brilliant uh arthur christmas great Mm -hmm. british British, yeah, British, British, British. fantastic stuff. And Zulu, uh, which um, mm. the funny story behind that was that my mum didn't really explain it very well, and, <laughs> and if she had, she explained a few more things or actually told me what it was about. Mm. Um, <laughs> I might have watched it sooner, but yeah, um, from start to finish, just was entranced by the whole thing. So, so yeah, okay. Well, that is the films that mm. we've, we'd like to shout out. Quite a lot just, of a, films. Just a couple. Yeah, yeah just a few. Just a few um so we should probably just look at 2021 really um mm. i mean like i said earlier for the first time in a long time this year hasn't been dominated by big blockbusters your superhero films your mm-hmm. box office draws um so a lot of stuff's been moved to next year
1: yeah but
0: actually this, the list isn't that long but it was big names that this time last it, year yeah, we were it saying, was all oh, the yeah. big
1: ones that we should have seen by now basically
0: yeah. things like top gun ghostbusters mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, the new Halloween, Wonder Woman, uh, Mission Impossible Seven, yeah. uh, The King's Man, things like that. Yeah, um, West Side Story even got pushed. Yeah, back yeah, a it was whole supposed year. to be out this Christmas. Yeah, so that will be next year's Oscars. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think in a way, like a lot of indie films and festival and award circuit films, mm-hmm. they've, they've actually managed to have a bit more of the limelight, especially now they're coming onto streaming platforms. Yeah, in a roundabout way, although it's been horrible for cinemas, and you know. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what that looks like going forward. Or what it's
1: going to look like, yeah. Uh, Yeah,
0: it's actually um, done other areas of the industry some favours. Yeah,
1: I do think cinemas are going to have to claw their way back. I don't think it's going to be an easy route. Because, I I mean, they really have been affected by this economically. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be a hard push, I think, to get them to um, where they were. Um, i do think it will happen because everybody needs movies i don't think that's going anywhere Mm -hmm. i do think the industry have seen another way of doing things that works successfully um the difference being that you have the um the talent basically it's the you know the directors the creative people who are fighting for cinema yes Mm -hmm. there's this other way to do things yes it'll make you money however this is what the movie experience is is supposed to be you know and they're fighting to to get that back to to um to, to how it was and how it should be
0: the interesting thing at the moment is that a lot of films i don't know if it's going to be if it's just an interim measure, but films are going to be released in cinema and online at the same time, yeah. so you have the choice of which one you go mm-hmm. to. But sh- I just don't, I just can't see many people choosing the cinema over staying at home now. I d- I just, um, it's,
1: it's convenience. I don't isn't know. It? I don't know. Yes, convenience is a huge for a lot of factor. People. It is. It is for them for them maybe the for the masses. Mm. Um, yes, I do think it will have an impact. However, I do think that. There are a lot of people, more than than probably we realise, that would go to the cinema, that want to have that experience, that use mm. it as a as a way of going out. You know, you meet friends, you go for dinner, you you go to the cinema. It's it's a, an mm. outing. Um, so I think there will be a lot more than we think that will still choose that yeah, format. Hopefully. Like more people hopefully, might have it, than we think. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess time will tell. I mean, yeah, mm. I, uh, this year I think still been very strong. So. Yeah, and surely next year can be just as good
1: yeah um, I don't think we'll be back to normal anytime soon I think the first six months yeah, are still no, going to be, be very much like 2020 I think yeah. it'll be the end of the year where we see any changes yeah but I guess speaking of
0: you know 2020 still being a
1: strong year
0: um mm-hmm i'm gonna i thought it'd be good to give a quick update on where things are looking from an awards perspective because i know Mm -hmm. it's all being pushed back usually this time of year we'd be getting the golden globe nominations coming out um everything's sort of done a two-month shift backwards yeah yeah um in case anyone's interested in what's already out and what you can see uh what seems to be front-running 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 that's a new word (laughs) and then what's what's due to come out in the next year. I'll give a quick overview now. So you may have seen a film called The Trial of the Chicago 7 out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shoe in really, for Best Picture director, Aaron Sorkin, and loads of supporting actors in this, like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen especially, Mark Rylance, uh, a few others as well, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. I hope I've pronounced all that correctly. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for that one. Very good. Uh, a film called Mank has just come out, which we, we were just talking about before. And I don't know whether it's accessible or not to people who don't understand or know much about the classical film industry. But it's about the the writer of Citizen Kane. Um, again, best picture director for David Fincher, who's a very popular director, mm-hmm. actor for Gary Oldman, even supporting actress for Amanda Safe. Uh, Seafried? Seafried? Amanda say her name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're all likely to be nominated. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Ma Rainey's Black Bottoms, based on an August Wilson play, um, starring Viola Davis, who was also in a different play of his adapted called Fences. Um, yeah, uh, actor Chadwick Boseman as well in his last film. Yeah. Um, he's been put in the best actor category, and to be honest, he's the best thing about it
1: in, in my yeah. eyes. Yeah.
0: Uh, what else have we got we've had um the five bloods which was in my top 10 um Mm -hmm. spike lee for director best picture um best actor delroy Lindo. i haven't seen him in anything else i had not heard of him before but he is fantastic
1: and how like how likely are we to have things that like pop up that we don't know about yet because obviously if the awards aren't in april
0: it's possible it's funny you say that there are a few that are popping up now a few examples of that a new film called uh, The Sound of Metal has mm-hmm. recently gained a lot of momentum. Um, Reese Ahmed is apparently amazing. It's mm-hmm. about a heavy metal drummer who loses his hearing.
1: I do fancy that one, actually.
0: Even the supporting actor, a guy called Paul, I think it's racy. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he's he's quite high up on the... Uh, predictions at the moment another one's yeah. promising young woman which I hadn't heard about but again it's, it's gained a lot of momentum for Kerry Mulligan yeah in the actress category maybe even for best picture yeah and pieces of a woman when that got a lot of awards buzz for Vanessa Kirby yeah um, obviously this famous 22 minute uh, one take birth sequence I believe is in the film mm-hmm and Ellen Burstein as a supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so other things you might want to look out for in the new year. Um, we've got, well, let's have a look at January. Uh, the Father starring Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Colman.
1: I but do want to watch that one. I'm looking forward look to that one.
0: Yeah. So like a, I don't know, I think it's dementia based, but it's it's more sort of surreal in Yeah, a way. there's
1: more to it than that, I think.
0: Yeah, more from his point of view, I think. Uh, what else have we got? uh news of the world is the new um collaboration with paul greengrass and tom hanks they did uh yeah i like the look captain of phillips uh yeah it looks o- looks okay um but yeah we'll we'll see it's coming out mm. uh what else have we got a few of the supernova the colin firth and stanley tucci one again a dementia Oh, can't wait drama. for that
1: cannot wait for that
0: and ammonite the kate winslet Sharon ronan Sort of romance, or indie yeah, romance. they're, they're my people. Thing. I'm waiting for this. They week. are your people. <laughs> they're my people. Yeah. Yep. So apparently March is the is the date for those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just a few other things. Uh, like <laughs> there's, a, there's a long list, but uh, the United States versus Billie Holiday, um, actress and singer Andra Day has got a bit of buzz. It's a Lee Daniels film.
1: Isn't there an Aretha Franklin biopic coming it out next moved. year? Yeah, oh, has it was moved. Yeah, it's moved, moved? To about
0: September, I think.
1: Oh because
0: mm. i think those two at the t- at the time cancelled each other out they were both about singers yeah, yeah. relatively same era mm-hmm. uh, probably both race related themes um mm-hmm. so yeah it'd be interesting to see yeah hillbilly elegy for glenn close it's still maybe a nomination although the film is not good mm, yeah it's, not, it's amazing. not
1: getting the traction it was expected to <laughs> no. unfortunately and then,
0: yeah Films like Soul might get a Best Picture nomination. Tenet's Obviously. probably going to sweep a few of the technicals. It's a, I think it's still a really strong year. That's my mm-hmm. overview. I'm going to stop now.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that, that leads us straight into um, our preview for next year then uh, mm. for the podcast. Now, we had a very exciting planning session quite recently. Um, yeah. And we are thrilled with what we've got coming up. Mm, uh, so far, very exciting i think <laughs> this might be um a switch in terms of um the years we've had i think i will be filling more gaps next year but, yeah whereas I've, you've yeah. had that kind of year this i've just year. looked
0: at one of the bullet points on here and i'm like yeah you've got a lot to watch
1: <laughs> yes i do i do have a lot to watch so this is, is time the t- now. <laughs> this is the types of things you have got to look forward to people we're mm-hmm. starting the year off strong with jg's same initials the, the it's GD. unbelievable we didn't realize until afterwards so it's just so weird we are starting the year off strong with jake gyllenhaal and judy garland we've both mm. picked a star that we wanted to focus on uh, and we're just doing a, a proper profiling really we're, we're picking mm. a number of films um things that we've seen not seen um favorites um mm. i'm really going to just be diving into them so we're so excited for that um we've got a rom-coms episode around valentine's (laughs) day we've got got, delayed from last year (laughs) yes we're going to focus on some musicals uh some of which have some big anniversaries coming up
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: we've got the james bond episode which has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back along with the film (laughs) uh, which we have been waiting for for Mm -hmm. months now yeah We've got the Oscars to look forward to. Um, we will be highlighting that. Uh, we're going to do a John Hughes special, uh, which I think will be a fantastic episode. Really looking forward to that one. Yeah,
0: lots of eighties. And
1: then we've got we've got the franchises. Um, mm. So we are going to be looking at next year X Men prequels. Yeah. We'll be doing Lord of the Rings, and lastly, and most importantly, we are doing a three part special Harry Potter. Yay. project um, 20 years we, old yes we are oh. really really excited for this one um yeah. 20th anniversary like like matt just said and we are really going to be diving deep into that one so mm-hmm. i'm uh, i'm just thrilled i can't wait so yeah. that's coming next is it next uh, summer that one
0: it'll be yeah yeah,
1: yeah so it's, it's a long while to wait but we're excited already
0: yeah i think the way we're gonna we're gonna do films one to four Mm-hmm. Then five to eight and then a whole bonus episode yes. just full of quizzes and top tens and favourite this. Would you rather that, you know?
1: Yes. Just very exciting. You
0: can't you can't not do it with yeah. something like that.
1: So it's looking like an exciting yeah, and that's only half mm. the year, really. That is, yeah, pretty <laughs> that's, much, yeah. That's, that's only half of it. There'll be so much more to come. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're we're all looking forward to it really, aren't we? Mm. Jake and Hall next. I know, Yay. it's looking like a, a very uh, promising yeah. Mm. And yeah. we should probably probably end it there, shouldn't we? On a high a note, conclusion. Yes. <laughs> not on the low negative that 2020 <laughs> has been, but on the promising high of 2021. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I think it's been a good year for films. I still yeah, think it's been a expected, good year. I think, yeah, and I think next year looks just as exciting,
1: yes, not more. Absolutely. So, so before we go, Matt, um, mm. what film are you highlighting to recommend?
0: Right. Well, this is this is hard because I've I've recommended Parasite, nineteen seventeen waves, the lighthouse <laughs> so far. Um. So I, naturally, I'd have to go for my number five, which I watched uh, last week, I think, which is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I am okay. behind. You know, I know I'm aware it came out a long time ago for other countries, about a year ago for us. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I went in without really knowing much. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've spoiled much. No.
1: No, I don't. I don't think you know. have.
0: <laughs> Everyone who's seen it will know the campfire scene. It, uh, oh, it's just, okay. oh, it's okay. just, it's a to look delight out for that one. You can't miss the campfire <laughs> scene. It's brilliant. Um, there is no music in the film, really, even and then. There is a moment in the middle that really is quite spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought all the elements came together really nicely, and yeah, especially towards the end, you realise a lot of little subtle things that have been mentioned in conversation. Mm -hmm. kind of get a really nice payoff everything sort of comes full circle it's very nicely tied off even though it's an open ish ending um i think it's very good so brilliant i would say that
1: okay and my recommendation i don't think i've recommended it um but if i have you're just getting a double recommendation because that's how much i think you should watch it um Mm -hmm. and that is enola holmes um perfect for this week while we're in that little lull between christmas and new year yeah uh, because it's so much fun um so sit down watch it with the family It is really 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 good fun Uh, Mm i definitely recommend it great cast um the modernness of it and breaking the fourth wall it's yeah it's just brilliant definitely Mm -hmm. recommend that one i
0: shall give that a watch okay i imagine both of those appear on our i mean i don't i can't remember now but if you go on the website we've all done an end of year post whether it's a top five yes, of the year or yeah, an alternative we've done an like ours. <laughs> <a review>. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. We we didn't follow the usual structure, but when do we? No, we, um, were <laughs> you know, we were catching up. Yeah we were catching up. They've been much better than us this year. Um, they have, yeah. in terms of uh, following things. So they've done a, a normal review. We've done a this is a slightly different one that we made up. So <laughs> so check that out because it is a good read. Mm-hmm. Um so Matt, where can they find us?
0: Well you can find us, as we say, on our website, www.cinechat.co.uk forward slash podcast, or across social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all sorts all sorts of listening platforms. Just search Cinechat Podcast. Or you can email us at
1: podcast at cinechat.co.uk.
0: I don't know why I do that. Just it's like something out. out of an
1: advert. Brilliant. Absolutely.
0: Definitely need to record it. Okay, it will so it'll happen.
1: All we have left to say is thank you very much for listening in 2020 yeah and um, we've had a great year we've loved every minute of it um and we will see you in the next year
0: yes jake gyllenhaal I'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised uh, i didn't pick tom hardy but
1: <laughs> well there's always time
0: i've just had a a moment for jake gyllenhaal <laughs> and it was his birthday and i just thought i know, you know he's, 40 he's, so he's 40 people he's 40 so much good stuff so yeah
1: so it's bye for me,
0: and it's bye from me. Happy New Year.